It's time to feel better with help from Dr. Suzanne Bennett. Allergies, nutrition, ultimate wellness, all discussed right here, right now. It's Wellness for Life Radio on Radio MD. Here's your host, Dr. Suzanne. My next guest believes that many common symptoms and illnesses that plague us today, including fatigue, bloating, and weight gain, as well as arthritis, allergies, and depression, and autoimmune issues can be traced back to a very surprising source, yeast. Anne Baroque is a certified nutritional consultant, naturopath, and author of Healing Multiple Sclerosis, The Candida Cure, and The Candida Cure Cookbook. Thanks for being here, Anne. Now, you healed yourself from multiple sclerosis. Can you tell us briefly about that journey? Sure. It, uh, I was kind of the poster child for chronic inflammation to happen. I was a sugar addict. Probably until I was 18, I was on a plethora of antibiotics and actually immune to penicillin by the time I was nine from colds and sinus infections and flus. And I actually rotted every tooth out by the time I was a teenager and I was type 8. So say no more. I was full of inflammation. And at around 18, 19, I had Epstein-Barr monovirus, no big deal. I was told to rest, but I didn't get better. And within a span of Six months, I saw eight different specialists. I was on more than 20 different medications, and I was toxic, and I was very sick. Um, Serendipitously, Dr. William Crook's book had just come out. He was the first or second MD to popularize yeast, and it was called The Yeast Connection, and that fell in my lap. I took the questionnaire, and I cried. I had every symptom that was listed in that book, and I followed that protocol for a year. I did an anti-candida diet, no gluten, dairy, sugar, and um, alcohol, and I took an antifungal drug at the time called Nilstat powder, and in a year I felt better, but I didn't understand that I was such a chronic case of yeast overgrowth and dysbiosis that I went back to my crazy way slowly, and at 24, uh, to you it would look like a conscious epileptic attack, and I was in a restaurant, and I couldn't breathe, swallow. I started to spasm uncontrollably, and within a two-week span of testing, doctor says, well, great news is, you don't have cancer. Bad news is you have multiple sclerosis, and we have chemotherapy, and you're going to be in a wheelchair. <laughs> and I looked wow. at my mother, and I was 20, I was 24 years old, and I'm like, I didn't even know what this was when he said incurable. I was like in shock, and I said to her, if I take this chemotherapy, I'm going to die, and I'm our only child. So it took a lot of courage for both of us. I said, if I'm going to go, I need to go my way. So I said, please get me out of here. And it was a very intense four-year journey. I survived a near-death experience, a suicide attempt. But I really had to, I realized it was a shamanic journey because I cracked physiologically and psychologically to be able to know that my role in life was to be a healer and to do the work that I'm doing. And, you know, and very succinctly, I basically got back on an anti-candida diet. I took minimal supplementation. I didn't know what I know now. I removed 16 silver fillings without any Novocaine or anesthesia because I couldn't handle it. I would have an attack right in front of you if I had a needle and put in me. And I worked on emotional mental layers. And I really... Long before Bruce Lipton's book came out, The Biology of Belief, I really did, after my near-death experience, realize that you can change your DNA based on your beliefs, and then you have to follow it up with tenacity and discipline and cleaning up the inflammation in the body. That's an amazing story. A lot of my, you know, um, my... Uh, guests that come in and and that are experts like you in different fields, 
they always go through some form of hardship for their own health. And at the end, they come out with amazing flying colors. And it sounds to me, that's what you've, you've done. Um, you've also not only multiple sclerosis, you wrote a book, the candida cure. Now you considered this like the silent epidemic. You, I, you did say that from your original, um, original diagnosis from your own self-diagnostic, you thought you had a candida and you, you know, got into that whole, uh, Dr. Crook's book. I, you know, I read that book many, many years ago as well when it first came out. So I'm, I'm very familiar with, with your, what you did. Cause I did it myself. So what do you think is happening with candida now? I think that we're slowly getting, you know, I'm so thrilled because I've been practicing this model for 18 years knowing that dysbiosis, leaky gut, I mean, anybody that's doing alternative health care knows this is where the root, where disease begins. And, you know, I always think that we look at bacteria and viruses and parasites and they certainly have their relevance, but still the most grossly ignored microorganism is yeast. And I find it's the baseline in how I get people well. So in the candida cure, you know, it's funny story is that, you know, Dr. Crook was my hero. Then when I became a practitioner, we became colleagues. He put me in his book as a success story, and he was going to write the foreword to my first book, but he passed away, and I told him I would carry on your work, and I'd take it to the next level, and I did. What I realized that yeast was still very much an issue, but also there are certain givens to me when someone walks in my office, no matter what they're dealing with, is that they have dysbiosis, so we're not just dealing with yeast, but there's other critters that are upside down in the gut. They have their blood sugars either hypo or hyper. Um, adrenals are exhausted. Their liver gallbladder is congested. And uh, the blood lymphatic system needs to be cleansed. And so I kind of developed this 90-day program that I can really, if it's not autoimmune or a chronic condition, get people feeling amazing in 90 days. And then they're educated, and then they know how to age with quality. So candida to me is, I think, the next revolution, because science has now found the microbiome, is the microbiome. Even though the fungal part of the microbiome is a smaller segment, I think it's the most potent in creating so much um, wreaking havoc on people's health. So I think I'm, we're right around the corner on this becoming known because science is all over the gut right now. And I think it's That's just right. it's still silent because doctors just don't look at it yet unless it's a vaginal yeast infection or thrush or HIV. Yeah, good point. You know, I, I believe that the, in the microbiome, I've read in some research that 7 to 10% is what we have yeast in our gut. But most people, and I'm talking about the people that are suffering as you're, you deal with, your clients, are much higher. Now, is there a test that you recommend for us to try, you know, us to get, we can ask our doctors to test out? Are there tests that you recommend, like stool tests or blood tests? That's a great question. I wish it was there, but it doesn't exist yet. There is stool. There's blood. You can do a nasal swab for, you know, if you've got mold in the house, you can do skin scraping. But there's nothing definitive yet because I feel that parasites in yeast are very evasive, so they can hide in organs and tissues. And you can easily come out negative on a blood test and be loaded with it. So the way I've worked is that when someone walks in my office, it's a given to me that they have dysbiosis. It's whether I needed to kind of determine whether it's mild, moderate, or severe. So I just go right in to clean up that ecology because when you look at today's world with stress and GMO foods and gluten, it's a, it's, everybody can benefit. So I want the testing to be there, and I think because the gut is being recognized, we'll get closer, but I don't have a definitive test. And that's why so many people fall through the cracks 
And I get these cases where they've spent thousands of dollars, unnecessary procedures. And um, basically, you know, it's because the test didn't come out positive. So the doctor moves right on. I'm, I'm, you know what, I agree with you on that. I mean, I've done stool testing and I could have sworn it's like there's yeast here, but it doesn't grow, you know, so it may be that the lab just doesn't work as well. But, you know, your, um, your suggestion of, of going through those, uh, the actual uh, questionnaire test, whether you have all these different types of symptoms, I think that's a good one too. Don't you think? It is a good one, but some people are like, they're in denial because maybe they don't want to do the program, but <laughs> You know, sometimes they're going to score really low on it. So I almost ignore it if it is. Because when you start talking to somebody, you can easily connect the dots. And the great thing is everybody wants quality aging. So what have you got to lose by removing high inflammatory foods, such as gluten, dairy, sugars, corn, and alcohol and caffeine, you know, for a, a month or two or three? You know, there's no, there's no harm in it. So I think everybody can find the benefit, even if they feel they can't find the proof in a test. Right. And 90 days is not long. I mean, that's three months. Anyone can do something like that. But I think that a lot of people don't have the willpower. You know what I mean? Well, that's a good question. That's a good point. And what I do is I realize that people come in already with major sugar carb cravings and hypoglycemia or hyper. So I have a great formula that knocks that out. When you get rid of the yeast, cravings go. And when I balance blood sugar and adrenal function, you don't have the cravings. So it's not all willpower. That's great. Oh, well, AnneBaroque.com. AnneBaroque.com. That's her website. Now, thanks so much for being here. I put a link on my Wellness for Life radio show page on Radio MD. So take a look at it there and get more detail. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies for ultimate health and wellness right here on Radio MD. Until next time, stay well. Stay well.